Hello, friends. I'm Pastor Pitts Evans. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. Let's get right to the Word of God. Friends, I'm about to do something a little unusual. I'm going to consolidate three chapters and comment on the three chapters, but I'm going to omit extensive lists of names that are contained within these three chapters. And so these chapters all involve David's organization of the Levites for the temple in various ways. And it gives a bunch of names of uh, temple workers and people that are going to be key components. And so we're reading first from 1 Chronicles chapter 24. And we read, these are the divisions of the descendants of Aaron. And it begins to give names. And it comes down, verse 6, the scribe Shemaiah son of Nathanael, a Levite, recorded their names in the presence of the king and the king's officials. And then we have a a long list of names. In verse 19, this was their appointed order of ministering when they entered the temple of the Lord, according to the regulations prescribed for them by their ancestor Aaron, as the Lord, the God of Israel, had commanded him. So this uh, first group was operating under the directions that Aaron had laid down. And then another long uh, list of names is given. In verse uh, 31, we read, They also cast lots, just as their relatives, the descendants of Aaron, did, in the presence of King David and Zadok, Ahimelech, and the heads of families of priests and the Levites, the families of the oldest brother were treated as the same of those as the youngers. And so the priest leaders were selected from the descendants of Aaron. Aaron's sons, Eleazar and Ithamar, are mentioned. David separated the division leaders underneath this headship of Aaronic priesthood. There were 24 separate groups established. One of the divisions, interestingly, was the Abijah division. Verse 7 says the the eighth division of the priesthood was the Abijah division. And why is that interesting? Because in the New Testament, we read in Luke chapter 1, verse 5, that Zechariah, John the Baptist's father, belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. And so this is mentioned specifically here. One of the 24 separate groups that were established was the group of Abijah. So that's chapter 24, and then um, let me summarize chapter 25, 1 Chronicles chapter 25. David, together with the commanders of the army, set apart some of the sons of Asaph, Haman, and Jeduthun for the ministry of prophesying, accompanied by harps, lyres, and cymbals. And then here's a list of the men who performed this service. So these are prophets. These were priests who prophesied accompanied by musical instruments. I think that's fascinating. Gives a list of names. In verse 5, we read, All these were sons of Haman, the king's seer. They were given him through the promises of God to exalt him. God gave Haman 14 sons and three daughters. All of these were under the supervision of their father for the music of the temple of the Lord, with cymbals, lyres, and harps, for the ministry at the house of God. Asaph, Jaduth, and Heman were under the supervision of the king, along with their relatives, all of them trained and skilled with music for the Lord. They numbered 288, and then we have a, a long list of the divisions and, and uh, 12 under each of, of the divisions. And so David set up some of the Levitical priests that prophesied with music. 
The sons of Asaph are mentioned. In the Psalms, we find that 12 of the Psalms are written by Asaph and the sons of Asaph. And so this group was very foundational in the establishment of Davidic worship in Israel to the point that 12 of the Psalms are credited to them. There's also this man, Heman, is mentioned, and um, he authored one Psalm, Psalm 88. And so part of their duties were prophesying with musical instruments, so they were providing worship, they were prophesying, they were thanking and praising the Lord, and all of this under the supervision of the king, who was watching over everything. And then the third chapter, I want to briefly summarize, is First Chronicles chapter 26. And so he begins with, these are the divisions of the gatekeepers. Remember, we had previously talked about the fact that Solomon's temple was going to require gatekeepers far beyond what the tabernacle of Moses had required. And so there's a long list of names that were gatekeepers. In verse 8, we read, All these were descendants of Obed-Edom. They and their sons and their relatives were capable men with the strength to do the work. And so 62 men are mentioned as descended from Obed-Edom. Obed-Edom is the guy who had the house where David um, temporarily stored the Ark of the Covenant when he wanted to bring it to Jerusalem. You remember they first moved the Ark, and and, uh, they didn't handle it properly. And so the Lord broke out, and there was um, a man struck dead who had put his hand to the Ark to keep it from falling over. And they put the Ark in the house of Obed-Edom. Well, the house of Obed-Edom was blessed, and when the temple was about to be established, apparently Obed-Edom and his family said, we want to be around the presence of God. We want to be servants of the Lord in the in the new temple. So this Obed-Edom appears with uh, 62 of his descendants as um, gatekeepers and other workers. And so these divisions of gatekeepers had the duties for ministering in the temple of the Lord, along with their relatives, and they were they were watchers of the temple, you know, making sure there was no nonsense or shenanigans or the wrong people were not getting in there. And then in verse 17, we read, There were six Levites a day on the east, four a day on the north, four a day on the south, and two at the time at the storehouse. As for the court to the west, there were four at the road, two at the court itself. These were the divisions of the gatekeepers and so forth. So it's very, very, very exacting. You know, not only were the jobs assigned, the positions to serve were assigned. And we assume a lot of this was done by David. In verse 20, we read, Their fellow Levites were in charge of the treasuries of the house of God and the treasuries for the dedicated things. And so it lists a a long list of names who were uh, watching over the the gifts that were given. In verse 26, Shiliamoth and his relatives were in charge of all the treasuries for the things dedicated by King David. So they had a specific uh, division of things that had been given by David. And then, There were treasuries from the heads of families who were the commanders of thousands and the commanders of hundreds and by the other army commanders. Verse 27 says, Some of the plunder taken in battle they dedicated for the repair of the temple of the Lord, even though it hadn't even been built yet. And everything that was dedicated by Samuel, going back to the time of Samuel, was included. Everything dedicated by Saul was included. Everything dedicated by Abner, who had been the head of Saul's armies, was included. And everything that Joab had dedicated to the temple. Joab was uh, the head of David's armies. All the dedicated things were turned over to these um, keepers of the treasury. And so a lot of details, a lot of order, 
a lot of specificity with these things. Once again, I did not read all the names, but the Lord saw fit to honor these men and their service to him. They're in the word of God. You can read them. I don't mean to slight anyone, but I want to point out the fact that there was a tremendous amount of protocol and order. There was a lot of discipline. There was a lot of work to be done with maintaining um, David's temple slash Solomon's temple. And so faithful men were called to areas of service that previously had been not known in Israel. You know, this idea of prophesying to music was a new thing. This idea of having a temple treasury to watch over was a new thing. This idea of multiple gates in in the four directions, north, south, east, and west, with multiple gatekeepers, this was all new. You know, the Tabernacle of Moses, there was a, a simple courtyard around a simple tent and one way in, one way out. But here there was a, a lot more going on and the Lord made provision. Lord, I just want to acknowledge the contributions of David to the your temple, the contributions mentioned from Samuel, from Saul, even though Saul had um, um, not a great ending to his reign. He's mentioned here as someone who willingly gave to your temple. Abner, his general, gave. Joab, who was of sometimes questionable character with David, is mentioned as having dedicated his wealth to build the temple. Lord, we thank you for your acknowledgement of these ones who served you in their generation. Lord, um, in some way, we look with jealousy at these um, men, and some occasions women, that you mentioned in your scriptures you choose to honor. Lord, we pray that you will be pleased with us in our generation. We pray, Lord, that what we do will build your kingdom as what these did to build your kingdom in their day. Lord, we want to be those who cooperate with heaven and, Lord, devote our lives to serving you and to pointing men and women to you. Lord, may all men, women, and children on earth come to know you and love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.